everyone, and welcome back to the Steam Forward Podcast. Well, I'm your host, Savannah, and today our guest is Karen Johnson. And Karen is not only a coworker of mine, but she's one of my great friends. And Karen also is employed by one of our sponsors, Trinity Church, and has worked there for about seven years. She is a licensed mental health counselor, and she's also a certified trauma professional. She has accumulated over 13 years of experience. She loves the youth and she's dedicated to bettering them. So everybody, please help me welcome Karen Johnson. Hi, so glad to be here. Woo! So Karen was talking about, she was stressing about trying to find an outfit to wear. I mean, this is serious. This is a whole big movement. This is a fabulous studio, all the creativity to make it happen. I wanted to make sure I made y'all proud. Yes. Well, Karen, can you just give us a little background about yourself? How has it been working at Trinity Church? How did you even start working here? How did you get into mental health? Well, I like to think that like I fell into mental health because it wasn't that I woke up one day saying, hey, I'm going to change the world or try to make a small impact. I went to a small college in Lakeland, Florida, and I ended up singing at Trinity Church and I got an internship here. And then, you know, once you start interning here, you'll start working here. So I worked for uh, Pastor Linda Freeman for two years. And if you work for her, you can't just be like, well, this bachelor's degree is enough. So I was like, okay, I'm going to get some more schooling. And I went back to get a master's degree in counseling because there was this great need in the world. And, you know, I like helping people and I wanted to make a difference. So my experience, I have loved it. There's definitely been challenging moments right. along the way, but in this the past seven years I've been working for Trinity Church right. Miami program um, with youth talking about mental health, wellness, and really just being an advocate in the community to decrease stigma when it comes to mental health mm-hmm. because health and our mental health go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. And I'm a big believer that, you know, um, the way we feel inside affects the way we present ourselves on the outside. Certainly. So just really taking that opportunity to let people know that if you're struggling, if mm-hmm. things are hard for you, don't suffer in silence. There's lots of resources and people that could be an assistance to you. Right. And throughout, throughout our conversations, because I love the youth, and I know you do too, so why, why are you more dedicated to the youth rather than adults when it comes to mental health? Um, why I'm more dedicated to the youth is because I didn't have a voice as yeah. a youth. You know, uh, from an immigrant family, my parents are Jamaican. It was very much, hey, children are to be seen and not heard. And in that type of environment, people love you and parent you from their own experience. Yeah. But I just felt as a teen that I couldn't really speak up about how I was feeling or what I was feeling. So the students we serve, I want to make sure that they always know there's somebody there that they can share their true feelings with and that yeah. what's going on inside of them matters. Right. So if the viewers watching, like, what is one thing that you think that they need to know about the mental health of their youth? Um what I would tell them that they need to know, it may not be what they think it is. Mm-hmm. Their student can be presenting a smiley disposition that life is great, but maybe there are some concerns or issues that they're covering up or hiding. So it's always good to really check in and be like, how are you really? What's going on with your friends? More than just a hey, how are you? Go a little bit deeper because, you know, when we ask people, how are you? What's the first response? I'm good. I'm good. And you may not be good. Your world may be spiraling, but really taking that opportunity to connect deeper and hey, how are your friends? What new? Oh, uh, I saw this in the news that they say teens are struggling with mental health. Do you see your friends struggle with mental health? You may get an answer to that. You'd be surprised. Yeah. So the parents watching, you would encourage them that 
the reality is your child most likely is going through a mental health crisis at one point or another in their youth and that it's okay to have those problems and it's okay to talk to people yeah um teens now in comparison to when i was a teen Mm -hmm. you know social media has changed the landscape it's not just that you're dealing with the average school pressures Mm -hmm. it's now you're trying to keep up with online and maybe there's bullying maybe that they're trying to keep up online um the comparison of what they have to who they are Mm -hmm. and it's not matching up so also, it could be that they're going to TikTok and getting all their advice from TikTok. Right. Do you want your kids getting all their life advice from an app? Mm-hmm. Probably not. So just really taking the moment to dig a little deeper with them about what's happening in the world and who they are mm-hmm. and so that they know that they're not alone. Right. So so with when it comes to mental health, you want uh, the viewers that are watching and maybe their parents that it's okay that their child is going through a mental health crisis that I think I know a lot of parents who freak out when their kid tells them that they're depressed. They freak out a little bit when their child tells them that they're anxious. And I think that they think that there might be like this uh, giant problem, like something is just wrong with them and they're just not getting life. But the reality is that we go through mental health issues a lot of times. So what would you say to parents who have that stigma about mental health? Um, I would say that it's okay that your kid's not okay at times. It's okay that you as an adult are not okay. There's a lot of pressures that come into adolescence because it's such a transitional moment. Mm -hmm. People are telling you to become more like an adult, but you're not an adult. So when you overstep the line, you get pushed back down. No, that's an adult decision. So just know that teens are going through so much transition, even with schooling, the pressures of schoolwork, homework, tests, then you add in bullying, and then social media. The comparison game is so real. So just know that your teen at some point may face some stress and that stress could possibly increase anxiety. But let's normalize real conversations about, hey, how are you feeling? How can I support you with the challenges you're going through? Because we always say that teens need a trusted adult. And then I joke that, hey, adults need a trusted adult. (laughs) That means somebody you can go to and talk to who's going to offer you support and good direction. And that may be your parent, or maybe it's not. Maybe it's one of the uh, staff members here. Maybe it's a Miss Savannah or Mr. Jamario, different people. It could be, but know that your teen's mental health is always in flux, just like your physical health is in flux. So Mm -hmm. if I just ate gummy bears and candy, how would my physical health be? It wouldn't be good. Just like if you're not feeding your body and your mental health, if you're not exercising, if you're not going on walks, if you're not taking breaks, Mm -hmm. practicing that self-care, then you're not going to be feeling as great mentally. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, switching the conversation a little bit, when you are doing your schooling to become a mental health counselor and all these uh, certifications you have, um, where did you start? Well, maybe there's a viewer watching or somebody who's interested in becoming a counselor. Where would be a great place to start? Um, where a great place to start is just going online and looking into research like uh, 
graduate programs. Mm-hmm. Hey, how long does that take? I think if I had known all the details of how long it would take, yeah, may have backed down from the idea. Mm-hmm. But yeah, research different programs. Like, okay, to be a counselor, you got to get a master's degree. And then after you get a master's degree, you have to practice so many hours under a licensed mental health counselor to make sure you're appropriate, you know all the laws and rules. So I was licensed in a different state and I went through the licensure process there and then I transferred it here to Florida. So I sat under someone's license and met with them weekly for 3,000 hours. Mm -hmm. Took me about a year and a half. So the counseling field is ever evolving and growing and it's a great place to go if you want to be a helping profession. Right. Because you can make a big impact on people. Yeah. Yeah. So what's the difference between a therapist and a counselor? So it would just be when someone is a licensed mental health counselor, they're considered a therapist. Mm -hmm. If you're not licensed, you would be considered like a counselor. Okay. So if, um, when I was uh, going through graduate school, if I wanted to counsel some people and I didn't have a license, they could call me a counselor. But as someone who is licensed, I can be a therapist, a counselor. Mm-hmm. It's kind of interchangeable. Yeah. Okay. So Karen, what is the end goal? What is next for you? What do you want to achieve with the youth? Um, the end goal would be to really increase their accessibility to mental health services and resources. And when I say mental health services, I don't necessarily think every teen needs to talk to a counselor. Mm-hmm. There are moments where, hey, it would really be beneficial, but I really believe in those psychoeducational services, which means more education on your mental health, right. emotional regulation. Hey, we've all been born into this world and we didn't know it all. So we got a toolbox and I love empowering youth with new skills and techniques so that before it turns into a crisis you know how to manage your feelings before you're reacting to everything that's happening around you that's so overstimulating you know how to pause and take a step away to calm down so my big push is really creating resources that can get out to the community and the goal for me is to get a PhD at some point Mm -hmm. so that's a big push but that's probably 10 years off (laughs) you're like that's a lot of schooling but a PhD in what exactly? Um, in either counseling mm-hmm. or possibly doing a mix of theology and counseling to see how they both interchange. Okay. Well, I encourage you to do that, Karen, because you're very bright and you're very smart. We have conversations all the time about the youth. And you just always, uh, you always inspire me or you always give me a different kind of outlook onto dealing with students that are going through men- mental health crisis. Because it is a hard and touchy subject to deal with. So Karen, at the end of our podcast, we like to do the word of the day. And if you could summarize or sum up all your experiences from your schooling to your 13 years of experience in the field, what would be that one word? I would say persistence because mm-hmm. I haven't always known what I was doing or who I was. Yeah. I've always been in this process of trying to figure things out. But even when life or school or there were challenges along the way, I've always been persistent mm-hmm. to keep on moving forward. So maybe you fall down tomorrow. Maybe you make the wrong choice, but you can always start again. It's never too late to start again. And I would just say to any youth, when it comes to your mental health, take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. You got to be your own biggest fan and cheerleader and if you're not kind to yourself who else is going to be yeah absolutely have a self check-in look deep down inside and say is there something wrong with me and that it's okay to not 
be okay. Well, Karen, thank you so much for joining us on this wonderful conversation about mental health. And as always here at the Steam Forward podcast, there's three ways in which you can uh, watch or view this podcast. If you like to listen, you can follow us on Apple or Spotify. If you like to watch, you can follow us on YouTube. And a huge thanks to both of our sponsors, the Trinity Church and the Children's Trust. And remember, this is the Steam Forward podcast. See you next week. Steam Forward podcast.